Welcome to Raising Consciousness with me, Lou Burrows, where raising human consciousness happens. On this show, I'm joined by guests to cover a range of topics and have conversations that will raise human consciousness for current and future generations. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hi everyone, welcome back to Raising Consciousness with me, your host, Luke Burrows. And today on the show, we have a very special guest, Ken Honda, is joining us. And I came across Ken's work, similar to my last couple of guests, actually, from the platform called Mind Valley, where I've been a member for a couple of years. And I took Ken's uh, Quest program. Uh, they're pretty much all about uh, money, EQ, and happy money. And we're going to be diving in that topic today so before before we do that ken i just want to say massive thank you for being here and um and uh yeah like for those who don't know who, who you are uh, especially here in the uk um who is ken honda and what's the work that you do so thank you so much luke for inviting me you know i'm on the other side of the planet but still you know with the great communication uh we can just have a chat like this so I have been a writer for the past 20 years. I have been uh, writing on happiness and money and how to monetize your gifts. So uh, my readership is about uh, from age 10 to age 90. You know, I've sold about almost 9 million copies of my books in a country of 130 million. And my podcast has hit uh, 52 million downloads. So almost half the population uh, of the whole country listen to my podcast, you know. So I've been teaching on happiness and money for the past 20 years. And I started uh, uh, teaching globally uh, since 2019 with my book, Happy Money. So I'm so happy to be able to share what I know with you today, Luke. Yeah, I'm really uh, looking forward to it. And so f for me, obviously, I kind of got a little bit of an insight into your work, having gone through the, the, the program that's obviously on the Mind Valley platform. But for those who are coming across this concept mm -hmm. of happy money for the first time, what is mm -hmm. happy money and why is it important that people need to know this concept in order to develop their relationship mm -hmm. with, with money? Yes. So uh, happy money makes you smile when you receive it and gives you joy when you spend it. Uh, on the other hand, you know, we, uh, 95% of us are living in the flow of unhappy money, where when we receive money or checks or uh, got a bank transfer, we get frustrated, irritated. And when we take a look at the bills and also when we have to pay at the cashier or pay for the taxes, we feel frustrated or squeezed. That's unhappy money. So it's just two kinds of money and the money is energy. So either you feel happy with it or very unhappy with it. What are some of the biggest myths that people have around money that you come across? I think uh, we are stuck in this notion that more is better. So right. that means that um, if we had more money, we'd be happier. But unfortunately, uh, even though you get uh more money, you would end up spending it all. And so uh, if you just make, uh, say, uh, 50,000 50, pounds or euros, uh, you probably get a raise or you make you do better. So you're just doubling the income. But still, uh, your toys are more expensive. You're driving nicer cars, you live in nicer homes, and you live in a nicer um, jackets and go to a more expensive vacation. So at the end of every month, 
having a hard time making both ends meet, the situation is the same. Yeah. And do you feel like people get caught up on that cycle of like, as you mentioned, always wanting more money to buy like these nicer things and actually thinking that that's happiness, right? The, the, the acquiring of all these nice toys and, and, and gadgets. Mm -hmm. So you have to know, you have to know how much is enough, when is enough. Otherwise your toys are getting more expensive. You know, your, your, your toys could be just a PlayStation, you know, when you're back in grade school, but it becomes a mountain bike and becomes an iPhone. And then you need a, uh, iMac and, uh, you mm. need a car. And even though you buy a car, now you are making more money. So you're looking at Porsche and Mercedes Benz and, you know, uh, uh, and then after that, you want to buy a helicopter or jet. And then even though you, you got a jet, you'll be feeling upset because uh, your friend's private jets are bigger than yours. You know, <laughs> right. your, your private jet may seat only six people, whereas your friend, friend's jet can seat 20 people. So you feel so small, you know, so you have to know how much is enough uh, to make you happy for you. Mm. And so for me, like, that's a lot of to do with like, I call it like doing the inner work, you know, that inner growth work, mm -hmm. that inner like self-discovery. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And in, in terms of that point, and in terms of how that links to money, what are some tips or wisdom that you would have that, that you would pass on to our audience today? Thank you, Luke. You always keep uh, asking great questions. So I really <laughs> appreciate that. So the good news is that it doesn't really matter how much you make or how much you have. You could have $10 billion. Still, you can feel very miserable and you have no money mm. in your pocket or in your bank, but you can be the happiest person on earth. So, uh, but you need to have some money. You need to have some flow of income so you don't have to worry about money uh, daily. And also what's more important is how you receive money, how you spend money is more important than the numbers. So uh, if you make other people happy by doing what you love and receive money, that becomes happy money. And all the people around you become happy due to the energy you bring into the house. But if you're frustrated, like if you're a doctor and lawyer and you may be able to make so much money, but if you make money with so much stress, and anger and frustration, mm -hmm. you bring in the frustration to your home. So you may be upset with your husband and wife and girlfriend, boyfriend and kids and parents and friends. So uh, the way you receive money, the way you spend money, the energy is very important. Yeah, I definitely am learning more about that side of money, which isn't taught. I mean, here in the UK, like money isn't taught anyway. <laughs> but let alone mm -hmm. the, the understanding that money is energy, right? Which when I came across that, mm -hmm. just like, a, you know, a, a huge yes. breakthrough for me. Um, mm -hmm. so, so just kind of actually on, on that point, I was going to ask another question, but on that point, why do you feel like mm -hmm. this isn't taught in the, in the, I don't know if, don't know if we want to call it, call it like the mainstream, but I feel like in order to get this information and to get these understandings, we actually have to be the ones to go out and seek it. You know, if it's through reading books mm -hmm. or if it's through new platforms like Mindvalley and, and other platforms out there, it's not necessarily integrated, especially here in the West and here in the UK, into like the system, which actually, if it was, 
would actually help us all thrive better, right? Because we would have the basic understanding of money and wealth creation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, all of us are so confused. You know, I talk to thousands of people all the time. And uh, like say, if there's 2000 people in the auditorium, in the lecture hall, and I ask people, and just show, you know, that coin, the coin and the paper, you know, banknote to the audience. And I, I ask uh, people, how many of you think this is money? Everybody raises, you know, a hand. And, uh, and the next, I show the credit card. And then do you think, how many of you think this is money? So like people are just looking at each other, like, is that money? It, it's a plastic mm -hmm. thing, you know, it's not money. So like people are so confused and half the people raise their hands and the other half, I don't know. And uh, I don't think a credit card is money. Credit card, it gives you uh, a chance opportunity to pay later because of the credit line you hold. And it's a special agreement with you and, and the you know, American Express or Visa card. So it's not money, but a lot of people think it's money. So how about um, cryptocurrency? You know, how, how about is Bitcoin money? No, is gold money? So uh, people are so confused and uh, we are never taught about money. So there are many kinds of money in the world. You know, it used to be so simple 300 years ago. Uh, but, you know, after the Industrial Revolution in UK, which happened a few hundred years ago, a lot of people started coming to London and all the in big mm. cities. And as a result, people are just starting to use money for food, for the shelter. So uh, uh, survival is tied up with money. That's why we are so obsessed with money. Uh, no money, no life. No money, no, no life. No money, no, no food. So it's so scary when we think that we will be out of money. Uh, when we were growing food, probably we didn't worry about money. But since uh, mm. our survival is tied up with uh, money, we are obsessed with this money. And as much as we want money, we hate money because we've been hurt by money so many times since we are a small child. So this love and hate relationship confuses us even more. So people want money, but people don't want money. Right. Yeah. And what can, I mean, um, there was some exercises and stuff that I've kind of been for obviously part of your question. You probably share them in your book as, as well, but um, once people kind of realize this understanding and this one kind of what we're talking about, what are some of the steps that they can take to integrate or like implement this, this into their life? You know, like if, if up to this point, up to this mm -hmm. episode, they've been worrying about money, you know, they think it is for, um, or, you know, so here in the UK, we have this thing called reported on, on the news, the, the cost of living crisis, right? So it's still very negative, mm -hmm. right? And so this obviously yes, feeds into yeah. the, it, this, this feeds into the minds of thousands of people who, who watch the news like every night, etc. What are some things that they can do if they're coming across this episode to start to raise their vibration, raise their consciousness around money to get out of that um, survival mode, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So this financial crisis is great news because, uh, with this, you start to be more creative. You know, right, I've okay. taught, uh, many techniques to a lot of people and uh, some of them are, uh, like single mothers, uh, uh, who are struggling financially. So when you're feeling pinched 
or in a financial crisis, uh, it's like a wake-up call. You know, there's only two things in money, money problems. One, you're making too little. Two, you're spending too much. And the financially、mm. challenged people are making too little. And at the same time, they, may, they waste money in a miserable way. You know, I've been to dollar shops at,、uh, or、uh, pound shop, maybe, you know,、uh, in UK.、Yeah. There's so many sh-、uh, shops that are、uh, very cheap, you know, and that,、uh, that you can buy for、uh, just、uh, a couple of pounds, right? And then、uh, financially challenged people, they tend to waste so much money on those gadgets that they're not going to even use. So, wealthy people don't have this、uh, hunger for shopping because they can buy anything anytime. So, they don't necessarily buy new small things. But、uh, people who are having financial problems, they waste their money、uh, out of the stress. So,、mm. you have to really face the money issues. It's more internal job. And you have to really understand what's going on in, in,、uh, in your life. And otherwise, you can have,、um, uh, organize your、uh, financial life in a healthy way. That's powerful because for me, I, I can see like how people may think, oh, you know, it's just one pound, but then that accumulates, right?、Mm-hmm. O- over time, over the month, you know, over months.、Right. And, and、mm-hmm. then they realize actually, you spent all this money. How much of it am I using? None of it. Where, That could have w e n t to better things, to savings, like whatever it is.、Um, and as you're saying, you know, people who are more f- financially abundant, et cetera, just don't think in that way. So I think that's a powerful、uh, lesson for, for people. In, in terms of, of, of money,、um, there's a lot of information、mm-hmm. that I've come across around like saving, investing, and then, it, it, you know, you go into like, the investing game.、Mm-hmm. There's Lots of different things to invest in. You mentioned a few beforehand with like、uh, Bitcoin and God knows what's out there, right? Like stocks, et cetera.、Um, what's your take on,、mm-hmm. on like if people、um, should be saving, should be investing,、um, and, and how, how they are using their money in those ways, if that makes sense? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, look, I love, I love you so much because you're just asking. <laughs> So many good questions for、uh, people who need this information. I really appreciate that. So, you need money IQ and money EQ. What you're talking about, Luke, is money IQ, financial intelligence.、Mm. You need certain knowledge about money. And also, at the same time, you need financial EQ, which is money EQ,、uh, money EQ emotional intelligence. You need to have both knowledge about、uh, stocks and investing and tax laws and all that. You don't have to take, go to like a MBA classes or college degrees. you know. Uh, if, uh, I, my father, who was a successful tax accountant, started teaching me about money since I was、uh, five or six. So even an eight year old boy can understand this money intelligence. And so you need to、uh, cover the basics. And at the same time, you have to learn about money emotional intelligence because even though we save, 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 We just spend all the money on holidays. you know. It's like dieting.、Mm-hmm. you know. We can just go on a diet, strict diet for two months, but after two months, we eat again and then we gain back. So the same thing goes with、um, uh, money. Even if you save, 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 you just cannot、uh, stand this、uh, boring lifestyle. So you go spend all the money you know, in a shopping center or just 
go to Spain or Italy or something, you know, an expensive vacation. So you really have to understand how money works, what money does to you, and then、um, you will gradually understand what is money and how you can transform your relationship with money. And unless you understand both money IQ side and EQ side, you'll be confused, confused uh, uh, for the rest of your life. And unfortunately, the bad news is 95% of us are confused and we、mm-hmm. die. So only a few、mm-hmm. percentage of people are free financially and also emotionally. So、uh, what I've been teaching is emotional intelligence and also financial independence. In order to have that, you have to be in the 5% percent,、uh, on this planet. And, and that requires a certain emotional intelligence and certain financial intelligence. And then, unless you, you have、uh, both, you keep working at a place that you don't even like. And uh, uh, you、mm. just are chased by the mountain of bills, and then you end your life. And that's not how happy people should live. So, if you really want to be happy and abundant, you have to really look at your life and look at your relationship with money. And that is a good start. Interesting. In terms of the, the IQ side, the,、uh, the, the intelligence side,、yes. so we live obviously in a fina-、um, information abundant world, right? Like, obviously, with the power of the internet, so much in- information out there. Some of that information.、Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can get confused by.、Uh, so, what are some foundational like, principles, maybe, that you share with people when it comes to understanding money from the,、uh, the IQ side? Yeah, so you, understand, you have to understand that there's、uh, certain kinds of money, the money earned money, that、uh, a lot of us、uh, have a job. So, we work, we get paid. That's like an earned income. That's usually taxed very high. And there's other income called investment, you know,、uh, dividend kind of income you may get from、uh, the stocks or the、uh, real estate and all the other things. And the other investment uh, is um, it can hold values like gold and paintings and classic cars, but、uh, they do、mm. not generate any income, but they can, they can hold the value. So, in five years and 10 years, in 10 year time, the value goes up. So, the difference is how much you make. So, there are many uh, different uh, uh, ways of getting income or money, but a lot of us are working so hard. So, in other words, we trade our sweat equity with money. That's why at the end of every month, by after paying all the bills, not much will be left. And the more you, more you, more you earn, More you spend. So we've been chased by bills. So even、uh, you know, successful doctors and lawyers, they may not have a great asset、uh, because they're spending too much. So you have to get your life together, learn about money, and then、uh, make more and spend less. And that way you have uh, 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 some money left every month and you can start investing the money. So、uh, in five or 10 year or 20 year time, You'll be financially independent for the rest of your life. So you have to learn those things one by one. You cannot achieve financial independence in, in two years. And a lot of people try to do that. That's how they lose everything by investing、mm. in 
uh, shady businesses and uh, cryptocurrency uh, related uh, scams. And you know, so many intelligent people, uh, they're so uh, ignorant about money IQ. So a lot of lawyers and doctors who are supposed to have uh, enough intelligence get conned mm. uh, by all these scams. So uh, it's so interesting, you know, highly intelligent people, they think they're smart. So they are the great target for corn artists. So um, you have to start educating yourself about money IQ. And is that because, like, I don't want to speak in general terms, but from what I can see mm -hmm. and sometimes feel that there's like this impatience, right? Because we're coming from that survival yes. part of our brain, right? I, that survival instinct. Mm -hmm. So we just make these rash choices and decisions. Is that is that correct? Yes. I think of everything long-term. This marks 20 mm -hmm. years of my uh, career as an author, you know. So I've been writing for 20 years. So every day I write, every day I serve, every day I teach. As a result, uh, I achieved financial independence. You know, if you try to achieve financial independence in two years or three years, you leverage something. Leverage goes, uh, works for you or works against you. So if you want to be wealthy, take time. And that way you can have a stable foundation financially. And then on a stable foundation, you can build a fortress. But if you're just making a sandcastle, you know, just one wave <laughs> will wash out all the assets you have. And that's how uh, a lot of people invested in, in, say, Tesla stocks or Apple, Google, those IT companies uh, valued like um, so less compared to two years ago. So uh, if, you, if you want to be wealthy, you have to start serving other people. As a result, mm -hmm. you get a lot of money. And it takes usually a few years or 10 years. So I have to play long term. So please okay. don't get stuck with a notion that you can get rich quick. It usually, you, you, that will be the fastest way to lose all the money you saved up. Yeah, definitely. And there's definitely a lot of um, schemes and kind of just things out there, right, that people get hooked on. So um it's definitely that that kind of word word of uh, just being kind of conscious and mindful of actually what we're getting ourselves involved into. You mentioned uh, a key word there in terms of uh, being in service, right? So serving. If we have people mm -hmm. listening right now who don't know how they want to serve, right? So you know, mm -hmm. thinking back to when I had my nine to five, you know, I really did not like my nine to five, so I was probably in the uh, unhappy money camp because you know I was earning a wage uh -huh. and just uh -huh. hating the work that I was doing, and I knew that there was um, something bigger out there, I guess, and also I wanted to, to help and like really discover my own unique purpose to serve, but I didn't know what that was, and I have a lot of conversations uh, with people who want to come from that good place of helping and serving people, but they don't know in what way or how they want to do that. What words of wisdom do you have to mm -hmm. help people throughout through that process? Yes. Yes. I have written a few books on this. Actually, you know, one of my national bestseller, I sold uh, a few hundred thousand copies is do what you love and make sure money follows you. You know, a mm. lot of people try to do what they love, but they forget to make sure that money follows right after you. So I uh, have to come up with something that you're very good at. You could be cooking, you could be coaching, you could be speaking, you could be listening. Uh, 
you know, uh, or you could be selling something. So I have to find what you're very, very good at and people will love it. So uh, people uh, are definitely asking, can you make uh, uh, um, my landing page? Or can you help me with the IT thing? Or can you just listen to me? Or can you give me just uh, advice? So like for you, Luke, uh, you're a great speaker. And, you, and also you're a great listener too. And uh, you're such a, a philosopher. So a lot of people want to learn from you, want to listen to you. That's a gift. So mm. uh, if you uh, use those gifts, people would appreciate you and then start paying you. Once again, it might take some, uh, some months or just a year or two years. But if you just build your business slowly, uh, there will be enough clientele to support your life. So you have to come up with uh, uh, something that you can be of service. So uh, to do that, you have to learn from other people. And there must be somebody that you really love or respect. So learn from them, uh, observe them, watch them, how they do it. And uh, after just hanging around with them, you want to do exactly what he or she is doing. And uh, in a few years, you'll be doing exactly the same thing with that uh, uh, teacher of yours. And then you'll find yourself um, that you become a teacher or a professional chef or coach or counselor, uh, whatever you name it, you know, uh, and you'll find it almost like a, a miracle every day to be able to do what you love. So for you, Luke, you know, think about like five, 10 years ago, can you imagine you just interview people from all over the world <laughs> and by learning, you can inspire people at the same time and then receive, you know, financial reward. How great is that? You know? Yeah, pretty great, right? Um, no, it definitely is. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. So I'm going to play a bit of like devil's advocate here because I'm sure there's people who are listening to this yes. who are, maybe they are doing what they like, uh -huh. you know, so let's just, let's just say they are a musician or um, a music artist mm -hmm. or, um, you know, whatever they do. But at this current moment, the money hasn't followed them in what they love to do. Mm -hmm. What would be your, yes. um, I guess, advice, but also wisdom to share with them? Because I sense that a lot of times people, um, when they realize this and the money hasn't followed them, they lose maybe hope a bit and they give up and just go and work back a nine mm -hmm. to five, you know? Right. Because mm -hmm. going back to that survival mindset beforehand, because they do have the bills to pay, right? And so, you know, mm -hmm they're in also that space. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. what would, what, what's your thoughts on, on that? So, you know, you have to, uh, uh, expect to have a lot of failures. You know, when you started riding bikes, uh, you didn't just do it for the first time and then, Whoa, amazing. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm riding on it. You know, you fail so many times, at least like a, a hundred times. Right. So with, uh, your life work, maybe you, you fall less. But uh, you have to do it. And then by doing it, you probably know, ah, oh, this is not for me. Oh, this is me, but not quite, you know. So you just really figure out what's great for you. And by uh, fine-tuning your songs, uh, people will just say, wow, amazing, you know. So, and you have, to, you have to be more than amazing. Otherwise, people will not pay you. So you have to be, in order to be professional, 
it's you don't have to be a good chef. I mean, you cannot be just a good chef. You have to be a great chef to be able to get paid. So you have to find something that your gift is at the professional level. So you have to keep practicing. You have to keep writing. You have to keep singing. You have to keep coaching. And at least you have to do like a few hundred hours. Could be a thousand hours. If you want to be a doctor, do you want to be operated by a doctor who just didn't study enough and, and practice、mm. enough? Or do you want to have somebody who practiced like 10 years, right? So right. I think、yeah. that the, the cooking and coaching is the same thing. You want to have somebody who is qualified enough to do it, right? And I guess that's where it comes back into the part of the conversation beforehand when we're saying to play for like the long game. So, like, if you're playing for、mm-hmm. that, that long game, then you're going to commit to your craft. And in the short term,、right. you know, you might, in the short term, you might need to get a part time job or something to meet ends meet and for like the survival thing we were talking about beforehand. But actually, for that long term uh, uh, success or that long term kind of wealth, you, you know, you're moving in that direction because you're practicing your craft and. Um, you is it also about like having like the belief and faith and trust that actually, whether it's money or just just getting to where you want to be, like that's going to happen because you're uh putting in the the effort and the hours and the um energy into into your craft and what you do, yes. And, and、uh, once again, it may take some time, you、mm. know, it took me. 18 years to start until I started writing English books.、Uh, you know, so for something, I waited for five years. Something,、uh, I waited for seven years.、Uh, if there is one gift I have, I'm very good at waiting for the right time. So、uh, you cannot uh, build, uh, say, a house in two days, you know. Maybe you can have,、uh, you can build a dog, dog house, you know, <laughs> with only no blueprint. But in order to、uh, build a nice house, you really have to have a blueprint and also have a professional carpenters. If you just try to build something with a bunch of friends with a, over a beer, you can probably build a, a tiny house for a dog, but your dogs may not like it because there's a water <laughs> leak, you know? So you、right. have to be. So good in order to be paid. So、um, I'm just,、uh, I keep telling you, you have to be very, very good at what you do in order to get paid.、Mm. And, and if you want to be wealthy, you have to be super good at what you, good, what you do. So keep practicing, keep、uh, going、uh, extra kilometers. So people will say, wow, Luke, you're amazing. You're such a great interviewer. You know, and then people come and listen, listen to more shows. So、mm. that's how you grow your audience, I think. You know, I started my seminar、uh, with four people, you know, in a room of 50. So it's, it's kind of lonely, you know, <laughs> like there's a yeah, big yeah. room and there are only four people. And now, you know, I talk to thousands of people online and offline. And I cannot believe I started with four. And, but、mm. I, I, I knew it's going to grow. But it didn't grow、uh, for the first two years. So,、uh, but after that, it becomes a snowball. So,、uh, you have to be patient. And、uh, so, it's like almost if you're into gardening, it's like planting your seeds. 
you know, if mm. you plant your seeds for a vegetable or, a, you know, some fruits, and you don't just pull the, you know, uh, try to um, pull the, the thing that came out from the soil, right? It takes some time. So even if you stretch it, it doesn't grow fast. You have to give it time. So let it grow in you. So uh, all the seeds are in your heart. And so if you have the, you know, uh, passion that is heat and the soil and that is, you know, your environment and the light that is from your friends and customers and uh, future clients. So if you have those three things uh, in good condition, your, your gift will come out. So let it grow to become a beautiful tree. And that uh, once you have your own tree, it's going to bear fruits every year, every season for the rest of your life. So you don't have to worry about money. So don't try to um, grow, uh, you know, things so fast. It doesn't mm. happen. So we've obviously spoken about um, how we can increase our income, etc. In terms of the other side and how we can um, spend less, um, obviously we spoke a, a bit about that beforehand but what are some i don't know if they if you would call them trends but what are some things that you see that people spend money on that actually in reflection like they don't actually need like what what are the the common things that money that people just spend money on that they can that our listeners can actually sit down and look at, at where their money is going and be like actually do i really <laughs> do i really need this right Right. So uh, until you achieve financial independence that you can play with money more, you have to ask yourself, if I don't buy this, am I going to die tomorrow? Pretty much mm -hmm. often case, you don't have to buy another shirt, another, another shoes, another bags, another car. You know, you're not going to die even if you don't buy these shoes. But a lot of people feel like, oh, I need to get these shoes. I need to get a new watch. I need to get new something. And then uh, you lose the control over your money. So if you just have a good control over your money until you achieve financial independence, you have uh, peace of mind. But if you don't uh, have the right control over your money, you lose control over your peace of mind. So which one would you want to have? By controlling your expenses, um, you can control uh, peace of mind. And if you just buy, keep buying whatever the stuff you don't even uh, use, you're going to lose peace of mind. Interesting. And in terms of peace of mind, what does that mean for you? A peace of mind is a quiet place that I don't have to hurry. I don't mm. have to worry. I don't have to plan because great things were just coming my way. So all I have yeah. to do is thank you and receive. So I, I don't have to go out and hunt. I don't have to grab people and just try to persuade. Uh, all I have to do is smile and connect and receive. So that is peace Perfect. of mind uh, because I don't expect people to do anything. Uh, I'm just sharing this because I love sharing this idea. I don't need to sell anything. I don't need to get anything from me, uh, from you. Uh, all I want mm. is just a deep connection. And also, uh, I hope you feel more relaxed after listening to me. And then uh, one day, if you feel like I, I can, I think I can, I got it, you know, 
I think I can achieve financial independence uh, in the future. Uh, I hope my time is worth spent. So, um, Luke, you're just keeping, you keep asking me great questions. I love that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. It's definitely, um, I, I definitely, that's definitely, definitely the intention, right? To, to help people. So, um, one of the final <laughs> questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you being on. And um, one of the final questions, because I want to be respectful of your time, is that you've mentioned uh, throughout mm -hmm. the conversation around financial independence. So um, what's the question? I guess the question is, does that mean something different to everyone? And actually people part of the, the inner work we spoke out, we spoke beforehand, is to discover what mm -hmm. financial independence means for us as individuals, you know, because somebody listening might have this figure in mind you might have a different figure in mind or or is it even a figure you know like is actually financial independence something more than just a bank balance um so yeah in the mm -hmm. time that we have left i kind of want to explore this idea of actually what is financial independence yeah actually i can talk about this topic for hours but to make <laughs> it very short financial ind independence comes in two forms uh numbers and also emotional peace of mind say if somebody wires you 10 million dollars if you don't have the right mentality you start worrying about this money you know what if somebody comes in this rub all the money what if bank steals it what if what if what if right what if the inflation just um, depreciate all, all my money so you need to have uh, emotional intelligence otherwise even if you have so much money you are worried like mr rockefeller mm. used to worry about money even though he was one of the richest person people on the planet. So emotional intelligence is very important. And also actual mm -hmm. money in the bank really helps. Could be right, yeah. uh, 500,000 pounds or 1 million pounds, depending on your um, uh, life expenses, uh, it varies. But I think if you have uh, 2 million uh, euros or pounds, I think that's fairly sufficient, unless you're 10. So if you, are, if you can achieve your financial independence uh, during your 30s or 50s, that will be, uh, the minimum will be enough. And that doesn't mean that you cannot make any money for the rest of your life. So it's more of your uh, feeling inside. I think I'm okay, you know. Mm. I, I, I don't have to worry about money because money comes in at the right timing. And also I have enough friends and support around me who, who support me so I don't need to worry about money. I think that is a true financial independence. It's not just the money in the bank. No, amazing, awesome. Well, Ken, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Um, to wrap up this episode, do you have any final words of wisdom or inspiration that, or a parting message that you would like to, uh, to share with our audience today? So once again, thank you so much, Luke, for this uh, beautiful time together and um, uh, all the listeners and viewers. I'm, I really appreciate your time so we, we could explore uh, this mysterious thing called money. Money really fascinates <laughs> me because we can learn so much from money and from each other. So please enjoy life. Life is not made for suffering. Life is made to be, to be enjoyed. So um, receive a lot of happy money and spend a lot of happy money. In the flow of happy money, you can enjoy life. So I'm just sending you all my love and uh, a prayer for you so your life will be filled with beautiful memories.
So thank you, Luke. Amazing. And everybody. No worries. No worries. Thank you, Ken. And um, just really quick, uh, I want to give this opportunity to you to share where people can connect with you, can find you online. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, your website, I believe, is, is it KenHonda.com. Uh, where else can people find you if yes. they want to get, get your books and learn more about what you do? So I'm translating a lot of stuff into English from Japanese. I've written uh, and published more than uh, 200 books. And so it's coming out in English. So I have all the free information at KenHonda.com. And if you want to learn from me, I studied uh, um, uh, online salon, which is a global community where we meet once or twice a month and uh, learn about happy money uh, uh, together. So I'm not a teacher. I'm one of the students to learn uh, and teach at the same time in a, in a beautiful uh, group. And hope, hopefully one day I will meet you in person. I will um, yes. keep traveling to Europe. Uh, this, I think, July, I'll be in uh, London and uh, Ireland for the first time in my life. So I, I hope to see you uh, sometime in the future. Yeah, absolutely, Ken. Well, thank you for your time. It's been amazing. I've definitely learned a lot, and I'm sure our audience as well has as well. So, uh, yeah, thank you for your time today. And for more after today's show, be sure to head on over to RaisingConsciousness.show to get all of the show notes, transcriptions, videos for each episode, and a hell of a lot more. And if you got value from this episode, found it insightful, or learned a thing or two, please leave a review where you can let everyone know that this show is worth checking out. I appreciate you so much. You'll be hearing from me in the next episode.